This is Grace Lynn Keller with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, and we are live at Becker's 20th Annual Spine, Ortho, and Pain Management ASC Conference. I'm sitting down right now with Dr. Jay Dial, who serves as the president of White Flint Surgery. So Dr. Dial, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me. Um, and I'd love for you to start by introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your background. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, um, so my background is pretty unique. Uh, I'm actually board certified in anesthesiology, but my claim to fame is that in back in 1998 and 99, when nobody knew what an ASC was, I was the first physician to build my own uh, 3OR freestanding Medicare certified ASC. And, uh, you know, I had the... Um, you know, uh, the the first mover advantage, like so, so to speak, where uh, it was such a new concept that uh, I had like a whole bunch of, you know, uh, surgeries, uh, surgeons come out of the hospital because they were fed up with the hospital the way they ran it. Uh, and I've had a great run. So these, you know, huge groups would, uh, you know, stay, use my facility for, you know, good four or five years till they figured that, hey, they're big enough. If 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 I could do it, they could do it too. <laughs> so I've actually helped a lot of them build their own surgery centers over the years. And uh, in, in lieu of getting, uh, you know, their anesthesia contracts, which is my core business. Uh, so over the years, you know, we've had, uh, you know, a lot of groups come through and, and leave. But, uh, but uh, I mean, you know, we have this great relationship where I get their anesthesia contracts. So we have a huge group of anesthesiologists also. And over the years, also, uh, the um, the anesthesia group has diversified into hiring our own surgeons and our own internists. So we're like a multi-specialty group now. And that's where, you know, we stand today. So what are you most excited about right now then? Going back to my story, um, the uh, the first mover advantage only lasted, you know, I mean, I got like good 15, 20 years out of it, but by now everybody has figured it out. Everybody's associated, they've bought into like single specialty ASCs and whatnot. So I had to, uh, so I was ready to, you know, walk away, you know, 20 years is a long enough spell, <laughs> but till Medicare changed their rules and they, uh, you know, okay, like moving, you know, surgery out of ASCs. So I wasn't going to walk away from that opportunity. <laughs> but so I've literally come back out of semi-retirement to uh, to address that. But then COVID happened. So that delayed us a little bit. But, uh, but now our new model is that we are expanding our multi-specialty group. And uh, it's a great strategy to get around the value-based system. So, so if you were just you know, relying on referrals, uh, you will be at a severe disadvantage in the value-based world, in the ACO world with your referrals and all that. So, so what we're doing is we're acquiring our own internists and our own intern primary care groups so that within the multi-specialty group, uh, we they're not considered referrals per se, and we can, you know, kind of skirt the value-based system a little bit. And I think that's the important, you know, way to go in the next two, three years. So. Absolutely. And what issues are you currently spending the most of your time on? So, so, so again, it's the same problem, right? That the, uh, if, if you were an independent, you know, ACO group, primary care physician, 
you are concerned about, you know, how much surgery you're sending, how many referrals you're sending, how much lab work you're sending. Uh, and that's a definite, I mean, it's going to play a more and more significant role. And for from a surgeon's perspective, it's very hard to, uh, you know, to attract referrals because, you know, you're directly competing with the internist's, uh, you know, money. You know? So, so, so this is our new strategy where if we have those, you know, primary care groups in our own system, uh, we can, you know, kind of eat the cost of the ACO penalties or whatever. And because it's it's still more lucrative to be on the surgical side than to, you know, try to make money on the ACO savings side. And my final question for you as we wrap our conversation is, what will the most effective spine, ortho, or ASC leaders need to be successful in the next two to three years? So that's my spiel today that, uh, you know, unless you're in this multi-specialty sort of uh, a setting, you're going to see a very severe uh, restrictions on the value-based systems. And, uh, and I think uh, that would be, uh, so I'm like, like, like my, you know, building ASC, I was the first mover. I think we, I'm a first mover again in this new model where, uh, something has to be done about the value-based system. It's not going to be good for surgery. Uh, I mean, you know, if you know what I mean, so. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Dr. Dial, on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Again, we're live at the 20th Annual Spine Ortho and Pain Management ASC Conference. Thank you so much. All right. I appreciate your time. Thanks.